Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion. Unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. <laughs> Cat Litter and a Few Drops of Blood Written by Luke Condor Narrated by Ian McEwan Joseph J. Cooper made two mistakes on that Thursday evening when he returned home from work. The first mistake was that as he entered the house, kicked off his shoes, threw his suit jacket over the banister rail, he paid little to no attention to the droplets of red that danced up the wood stairs and into the bathroom. He was tired, though. A long day at the office, half on the phone to the sales manager, the other half on Reddit writing angry replies to people who clearly didn't understand the ending of Lost. Too tired, then. Let's put it down to that. Those metallic red drops peppering the wood were left untouched, unquestioned. Though Joseph couldn't have been that tired, could he? He wasn't too tired to hear the sound of his wife, Elana, upstairs in the shower, singing out of key to some K-pop band he'd never heard before. Or to smell the lasagna cooking in the oven in the kitchen. Or to notice how the living room floor was immaculate. It gleamed. Had Ilana polished it? Bleached it? 
So then his second mistake was as he walked through the living room and into the kitchen, further and into the pantry, he chose to ignore the fresh turds in the litter tray. Mr. Snuffles had been busy. He'd left a nice little welcome home present for Joseph to clean up, to empty, to put a new liner on, top with fresh cat litter. But he didn't. Joseph's second mistake was looking down at that soiled litter tray, shrugging, and deciding instead to go into the fridge, neatly arranged and removed of all out-of-date veg, and grabbing a bottle of that lime-flavored lager he'd been looking forward to since lunch that afternoon. He popped open the lid, placed the bottle top in the bin, and sat down at the kitchen table. As he flipped his phone out of his pocket and scoured through his Facebook feed, he sniffed his bottle of lager and took two large gulps. Ah. That was the noise he would have made if he was a cartoon character. A big, refreshing, rejuvenating, ah. But he wasn't a cartoon character. So instead, he took another mouthful and imagined himself making the noise. At some point, as Joseph read about how his workmate Gary had gone home to find his wife had ordered in a giant-sized pepperoni passion from Domino's and had given him free reign of Netflix for the night, hashtag my wife is the best, Alana had walked into the kitchen, so silent it was as if she was made of smoke and sat down on the opposite side of the kitchen table. She was now looking at him, wet hair, pale skin, completely naked. Hello, Joseph, she said. Ah, hey, he replied, almost spilling his beer. How was work? Worky. You work hard? He nodded, looked down at her bare breasts, and then back to her eyes, a strange robot calm in her he'd not seen before. Yep. An awkward beat passed before Joseph pointed to his wife's nakedness. Why aren't you wearing clothes, he said. She shook out of her daze, leaned in and kissed him, before sitting back, standing up and going to check on the lasagna in the oven. I feel unburdened, she said. Joseph put his phone down and drank a little more beer. Dumbstruck, he watched his wife as if she were a wild animal, as if he hadn't been living with her for the past seven years. Only a minute later, he noticed that her hands and arms were stained red, washed but still pink, all the way up to the elbows. He watched with great interest as she poked a paring knife into the crusty cheese topping of the lasagna, lifted it out, licked it. Not quite there yet, she said with a smile. Why are your hands red, Ilana? Oh, she sat back down next to Joseph. I've been meaning to tell you, I've been trying this new form of stress relief, and I just feel kind of amazing. I feel refreshed, purposeful, you know? And your hands? Is that... is that blood? Yeah, it is, but can I tell you about my new philosophy? Ilana! Joseph pushed back now, feeling like he was staring at his wife, his home, his life through melting glass, like it all was slowly warping, elongating, 
What the fuck is going on? Ilana sighed. <sighs> it's not my blood. That makes it worse! She stopped, thought for a second, and then lifted her finger. An idea. It's Patrick's blood. From next door but one? Yes. Oh my god! Is he okay? What happened? I killed him, dear. Joseph pushed back his chair, drank down the rest of his beer, and placed the bottle in the recycling bin. He then went to the pantry, looked at the soiled litter tray one more time, chose to ignore it once more, and grabbed a second bottle of beer. He opened it, drank some more, and sat down next to his naked, bloody-handed wife. Ilana, I don't know if you're trying to baffle me, but it's working. So tell me, what the L is going on? It's my new philosophy I was telling you about. Patrick is a bad man. Did you know that? The man didn't recycle. I saw him throwing old newspapers into the general waste bin. The black bin? Yep. Go on. What do you mean? That's it? I followed him into the house and rammed this knife into the back of his neck. She lifted the paring knife, the one she'd used a moment ago to test the lasagna. Because he didn't recycle. I won't stand for it. Not anymore. Joseph drank some more. He's not the first, you know. I've killed five people this week. Five? If Joseph was a cartoon character, he would have spat a mouthful of beer onto the kitchen table, wall, everywhere. But he wasn't, so instead he swallowed, choked a little, and wiped his mouth. Yep, Sajad from the corner shop hadn't put the eldest of the bread to the front of the bread loaves. Imagine how much food gets wasted because it sits at the back, all moldy. Sajad? But he was always so kind to me. Kind, but not clean. Who else? That old lady who lives at the end of the road. What did she do? Well, I'll be honest. I never saw her do anything, but I know it was her who trashed our jack-o'-lanterns that year. She smashed my Jack Skellington pumpkin? Ilana nodded. Bitch. I know, right? Yeah, but still, death seems a little harsh. Who else? Gary and Jane. From my work? I literally just saw him post about his pizza and Netflix night. They had a hashtag and everything. Where do you think I just got back from? Gary's been sleeping with one of the girls from my office. And Jane? She knew about it. So she had to die? Joseph stood up, a confused panic riding up him, turning his skin to goose flesh, making his shirt stick to the lower of his back, his eyes well with tears. Of course she did, Joseph. Don't you see? No, I don't. I don't see at all. Ilana stood up, walked to the oven once more, and opened it up. A meaty, cheesy, tomato smell wafted into the kitchen, 
and Joseph's stomach grumbled. Ilana poked it once more with the knife. I won't stand for it anymore. I won't stand for people taking the shortcuts. Bone idleness, as my dad would say. I won't stand for litterbugs, for adulterers, for people who don't recycle, for people who don't do the right thing, you know? Joseph wiped his eyes. This is your new philosophy? Ilana stood up, the oven still open. She licked the knife and made an mmm noise. She walked towards Joseph, the paring knife still on her tongue, her hair now drying on her shoulders. Joseph wanted to kiss her, run away, embrace her, call the police, everything. He didn't know what to do, so he stood there, his hands shaking, as she walked to him, their waists touching. She smiled, and for whatever reason, Joseph smiled too. She was beautiful, he couldn't deny that. And this new lease on life, whatever it was, it was oddly sexy to him. She'd always been so quiet, so reserved, almost a pushover at times. And here she was, doing something and feeling proud enough to walk around naked. No questions of how she looked to him, no questions of her weight, but pure pride. This is Alana, and she was here. So he kissed her, pulled her into him. I love you, he said. I love you too, Joseph. I have to admit, I was a little worried you'd run away or something. No, he said as he peppered her forehead with little kisses. But you have to stop, okay? You stop now. The lasagna smell filled the air completely now. His hunger for her now matched with the hunger for food. Just one question, Alana said, her finger pressing into his middle, a hard poke. Did you empty Mr. Snuffles' litter tray? Joseph gulped out loud. A cartoon gulp. This time, he actually did it. He tried to backstep, but he was met with the kitchen counter. Her fingers now pressing painfully into his middle, almost through it, it seemed. A warmness dribbled down into his trousers, down his leg. Well, she said, and Joseph tried to meet her eyes, but his lack of response was all that she needed. He tried to say, please, sorry, love, something, but the violence came and went quickly. Look at all this mess, she said, as he lay on the floor, pumping and gargling blood onto the kitchen tiles. It's gonna be a real pain to clean that up, Joseph. He died there. After a while, his beautiful wife, so full of life and vigor, plated herself a square of lasagna and ate it at the kitchen table, occasionally sipping from what remained of his lager. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Other Stories. Cat Litter and a Few Drops of Blood, written by Luke Condor, narrated by Ian McEwen, edited by Carl Hughes, with music by Nicholas Hydless Music and Tom Robson. Hey, you like podcasts, right? 
Well, did you know, as well as running the other stories, we also have two other podcasts, The Story Studio and Horror Hangout. The Story Studio is a show where an independent publishing company explores the world of self-publishing, independent art and the future of storytelling. That's a show for filmmakers, writers, comic book makers, crowdfunders, entrepreneurs, creators and anyone who can tell stories in the modern world. And Horror Hangout is a podcast where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever and talk about them. They touch on all sorts of exciting topics such as storytelling craft, directing style, crappy pants moments, trivia and grade each film from A to F. So for more information and links to all of our shows, you can go to www.theotherstories.net. Until next time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.